Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Podcast Room 303. This is episode 237. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co host, Nicholas Morhan. And we have with us executive producer. Nevada Putnam. On today's episode, we'll be getting into pop culture pick'em top five names that could be friends with themselves. Uh, head-to-head review: What the fuck headlines? NFL divisional re- divisional round review, as well as a preview of the NFL conference championship game. Without further ado, how are you doing this evening, Nick? I'm good, man. Uh, my uh, favorite baseball player of all time. Against unfathomable odds, Reed Courtsfield uh, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So I'm 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 doing I'm doing pretty good. There you go. So that's a, a spoiler for the topic we'll get into on episode 238. We'll be discussing the MLB Hall of Fame uh, surprises, you know, disappointments, the usual kind of get up that the Room 303 Gambit runs. But how are you doing this evening, Nevada? I'm doing good, Jermaine. Um, I echo what Nick said. I Today at about uh, quarter after four Mountain Standard Time was a good time to be a uh, a fan in baseball. So that's all I have to say for now. <laughs> Ooh, professional spoiler. Let's go. All right. Um, I guess that kind of wraps that uh, introduction up. That was that was actually a, a pretty short, concise. It never happens. We usually ramble on. And, and- with that being said. Oh, no. Let's go ahead and get into pop culture pickup. <laughs> We're getting into uh, some some <laughs> interesting uh, pop culture pickup topics. Obviously, we're running out of ideas. So if you have any, go ahead and feel free to send them our way. If you don't have any, then uh, suck it up because they'll still be pretty entertaining. Top five names that could be friends with themselves. So I was asked for pre-show for a little bit of clarity, so I'll give people at home a little bit of clarity before we get into it. Today's order is Nick, myself, and then Nevada. And this is kind of people who are less ego-driven that you've run into in life that you could see <laughs> would be all right with someone else having their name and being friends with themselves. So uh, Nevada, Nick, and Jermaine are clearly and obviously disqualified. <laughs> Jermaine and Nevada more so because there's not that many of us running around. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it, Nick. Uh, my first pick is going to be the name Elvis. Elvis is definitely a dude that needs to be friends with himself and his collection of animals. I'm not going to specify what collection. It could be reptiles. It could be bugs. It could be cats. But Elvis definitely is a friend with himself. <laughs> Elvis, like, I've never met an Elvis. Have you ever met an Elvis? Uh, The only Elvis I know of other than the famous Elvis uh, is former Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Elvis Gerback. 
Oh my God. I knew it was going to be another professional, <laughs> like another like famous person. I was like this. But so that's why you answer... don't hear about Elvises because they're not out there. So the answer is no. <laughs> how can, if they're not out there, how can Elvis be friends with themselves? Is, doesn't that like, cause they only hang like, out no, with that... themselves. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to throw you a little curveball. I won't be surprised if Elvis Doomerville once sacked Elvis Gerback. Oh, that's that's Ooh. a thing to look up. All right, I'm, well, while you guys go through this list of names, I'm gonna look if, if that if same if same first names have ever sacked each other. Elvis Doomerville was a fun DN to watch. <laughs> uh, it's my pick. I'm gonna go with Chris. Chris. Hmm. So Chris is was a super common name for me growing up. You had. Chris C.H., you had Chris just with a C. You had Christian, who always shortened his name to Chris. <laughs> you had you had Chris with a K that they uh, kind of fucked up spelled <laughs> for dudes, even though I feel I think that's customary uh, of female way of spelling it. So I think I had tons of friends that were Chris's and they had friends that were Chris's. And that, that was just the first name that came to my mind. On you, Nevada. Give us, give us your one too. Right. So I, I tweaked my list a little bit. I was thinking kind of more people that might be, maybe loners a little bit. When I hear the name, that's I. That's kind of what I hear. This one just hit me like a freight train. I don't know why, but Shiloh. Shiloh. That's a good one. So you, yeah. So you went the loner route as well for Elvis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You um, guys, you guys missed the mark. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all right. Just all my picks are loner names. Yeah, that, I mean, that's one way to approach this uh, this conversation. That is not, uh, you know, that's not how it is. But hey, what's what's your number two, Shiloh? First of all, that known a Shiloh personally? No, what was um, it was like a big craze, probably like right around when we were in middle school, something like that, early two thousands or something. There was some book or movie where Shiloh was, like blew up for a time. Oh, was it Holes? What was the name? Maybe. Holes. Uh, breaking wait, wait. news: Doc Rivers just agreed to become the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, damn! Ooh. So Shiloh, the only so Shiloh. I thought Shiloh was a dog. <laughs> right. Shiloh. Yeah, Shiloh. Shiloh a dog's name, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just hear that. I just that name came to me. And I was like, oh, that that is definitely a Sh Shiloh and Shiloh. Those are those are buddies. <laughs> um, sure. This next one's kind of a like an old man, middle aged kind of guy. And I just picture them sitting at the bar talking to each other. Gary and Gary. Oh, Gary and Gary. That's a that's a fantastic name. Gary's are friends with themselves. <laughs> that's that is a fantastic choice. I never even I didn't even think of Gary. But yeah, for sure. <laughs> there might be an, an exclusive club of just Gary's. Of Gary's, yeah. What was and you that? know they you know they have a nasty mustache and like greasy hair. <laughs> just a bunch of turds. Yeah. Did I wish I remember the name, but there was there's a name. And you know what? It it might be it might be Kyle, uh, but there's like an event where if you have the same first name, they all get together for a big party. I think it is Kyle's. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> it is Kyle's. Uh, Shiloh, did you you guys remember that Beagle movie of Shiloh? Yes, yeah. Something vaguely, yeah. I remember that movie from a kid. That's the first thing I thought of when you said that. I was like, I Shiloh has always been a dog name to me. I don't know any actual Shilohs. I don't even know famous Shilohs, I don't think. Uh, my next pick is going to be Melissa. Oh, Melissa's a good one. I'm growing up and you know, oh, I messed that up. Growing up, I <laughs> I guess Melissa was a super common like um name for Hispanics growing up. I I don't know if it's still a common name for Hispanics, but I knew like five Melissas. And three of them were like friends with each other in elementary and middle school. And that was just kind of annoying because you always had to be like which one <laughs> like, <laughs> right because oh melissa said such and such and i'm like which one like uh but ever since then i've always just assumed that all melissa's like each other okay so going back to to the kyle thing kyle texas in may of last year tried to set the record there you go for the single gathering single largest gathering of of people with the same name with the same first name together at the same time in the same place. The record was 2,325 with a city, a Sydney in uh, a city in Bosnia in which that many Ivans gathered. Mm. They found mm. that many people named Ivan over 2000 people named Ivan. Unfortunately, only 1500 Kyle's showed up. Oh, but unfortunately. But they're going to do it next year. They're breaking the world record next year, apparently. Uh, for my next pick, uh, I'm going to go with Amelia. Amelia is someone who, who can be friends with themselves. Yeah, from the loner perspective. Yeah. Because yeah. the Amelia is the name of my car. I don't know any Amelia's. That's, well, that's... Your, your car has to be friends with itself. Long long hours in the in the, in the the garage. <laughs> Yeah, because Lord of. Lord knows I don't drive anywhere anymore. Uh, I'm going to go Theodore with my third pick. Theodore is another name. But not on the basis of being a loner. On the basis of Theodore Roosevelt, who had to go on long walks in the woods by himself. And so he had to be a friend of himself. So on the basis of being a loner, exactly. I just wanted <laughs> to make it. I just wanted to make it seem like I wasn't continuing the trend because you seem to be upset. With this list of names that I picked. No, and these are just like the most <laughs> obscure names ever. Like, right? Because yeah. you haven't heard a lot of them because they are only friends with themselves. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we missed the mark on this. My next one is Sean, Sean, and Sean. Because <laughs> there's so many ridiculous ways to spell that name. And I officially don't like any of them. Oh, I'm getting it now. Okay. Makes sense. People that have the same name. Okay. All right. Yeah, I missed the mark on this. All right, <laughs> it's, all, you go. it's all right. Nevada had a loan or two as well, but there was <laughs> That's right. This next one kind of goes right in line with what you just said, Jermaine. And one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Ed Ed and Eddie and Edward. See, that's a that's a great one. Because it's more along the lines of like they had no choice. You, everyone wants their own name, but you had no choice growing up because there was a fuck ton of them running around. Like, I wonder what's a super common name in, in the Northeast. Roger. 
<laughs> Roger. Roger's a Roger's that loner again. Roger is more of a loner kind of <laughs> kind of guy, right? Like Ned. Ned is for sure a loner. I bet yeah. you Eds don't even acknowledge Neds. Oh yeah, totally different people. <laughs> you remember um, anyone watch Neds Declassified? Growing yes, up? dude. Hundred <laughs> percent. Now they're like weird. They're like making pornos now or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Weren't they, what, what didn't they come out they, they came out and did like a documentary where they were like yeah we were fucking all the time on that set oh it was it was that's not, necess- that's not necessarily porno though yeah but whatever yeah. They're, whatever they're talking you know I, you, you know I, you know i thought you were about <laughs> to bust out like ned's assified or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. ned's, ned's deassified <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a whole and they started using the other classifieds you know what i mean <laughs> yeah the back pages did i just date myself with a classified <laughs> reference i think you did dude how, yeah, how was... many how many people under the age of 27 have no fucking clue what i'm talking about when i say or like that? the yellow pages oh, yeah i was just gonna say yellow pages. the yellow pages i, I can't wait i can't wait know. to hit my daughter with the yellow pages yeah, I think people still know about the yellow pages though, because up until like four years ago, they were still handing those bitches out. Bro. There's no way. Dude. Where? There's no they way. Was, I, it wasn't. It wasn't until at least the last ten years that they stopped handing out. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm sure, but it yeah. was ten years ago. Nah, I don't know. We'd have to look that up. What I, I haven't seen a phone book in probably a good 10, 12 years. And and believe me, if there was a phone book, Greg Putnam would have it. Greg, if, if, no, if no, we're he available. has them all. He has them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So my next one on the back-to-back is I'll go with Ken Kenny Kenneth. The final yellow pages were printed in 2019, by the way. Let's go! I fucking told you that was a COVID casualty. I fucking told you. <laughs> Let's fucking go. We were gonna still have yellow pages if they did not, if COVID did not exist, if China did not run wild. They went full Hulkamania on us. Ken, Kenny, and Kenneth is a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. And I'm going to go with an example that I gave at the beginning. John. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's just, just like... <laughs> that is... John was like... It's so, it's so common that when they don't know your name, they give you the name John. You could also have a, just a friend group of Johns that be completely different. 100 like a white guy a black guy an asian guy (laughs) uh you know what because because i am a professional podcaster i did a mid pop culture pick audible here and (laughs) i should have kept my fourth name my fourth name sam that's a great pick because you could even date a sam and you don't have to be gay you can be straight you can just date sam sam and sam uh nowadays you can date sam and well, end up being well, that's, gay that's true yeah i don't <laughs> want anybody to think that that's not okay either based on the comments i just look i gotta fill the role of eric okay so i gotta say kind of <laughs> sketchy stuff uh, and then my final one and i'm gonna take this from uh one of my favorite andy samberg uh productions and that's gonna be pop star never stop never stopping and that's gonna be tony if everybody remembers the famous band tony 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 I thought you were gonna uh, go with Nick and Nicholas. No, fuck Nick's dude. No, I honestly, I honestly cannot stand other dudes named Nick. That's ex- not true. That's exactly. not exactly. There's, I cannot stand most guys named Nick. Exactly. That would be a candidate for next week's list. 
<laughs> a little foreshadowing there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then I, I'm going to wrap this up because for some reason you guys only thought it was dudes. Uh, but no, women, you know, Sam you, doesn't have to be it. Sam can be a girl. Sam is gender neutral. Look, okay. dude, everyone could be everything nowadays. There's no, no, no. Genders. I'm saying, I'm saying, it. like pre 2000, pre 2000, Sam could have been a girl. <laughs> I get it. Everyone could be everything. Jesus Christ. I am Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ can't be everything. Okay. Um, he's always inside of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Alex. Alexandra. That's a good one. That's a Alexandria. Good one. You know what I mean? But also, there are dudes named Alex. Oh, Alexis. <laughs> Alexis. I knew a dude named Alexis. And well, that's, that's a pretty famous uh, Russian name. Alexis is, yeah, that's true. Alexis is also a car. Nevada, on to you. Um, I will stick with the ex. theme of the. Um, Multiple blah, names. Blah. I'll go with like a uh, <laughs> Kathy, Katie, Catherine. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she has too many cats. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Back, back to the loner. <laughs> Those, we're, we're back to the loner theme. Those goddamn pussycats. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, you know- my next honorable mention was going to be Keith. Nobody wants to be a friend with a Keith. Keith, I actually did have Keith on my original list, but I took it off. Wait, Keith, nobody wants to be friends with Keith, so Keith would be on the on next week's list, or Keith's would be friends with Keith's. Yes. I feel like I feel like Doug's are friends with Doug's. I feel like anytime you can find like a white guy with like a a kind of odd name, like they're friends with each other. Like Kevin. Like Kevin's. Yeah. Kevin's are friends with Kevin's. Yeah. Kevin Smith is friends with Kevin McAllister for sure. Right. Right. Do you, do you guys know the last name of the royal family? Uh, is it Winchester? No, you're close though. <laughs> Windsor? Windsor. Yes. Yeah. Windsor. Yeah. Mid, mid podcast, I don't know why that popped into my head. I was just like, what is their Ooh. last name? Ooh. So. <laughs> What is their last name? Thursday, Thursday night uh, that you gentlemen are here. Let's do a, let's do a trivia night. Nah, you're whack. Okay. Fine. You stink, you stink at trivia, bro. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't want to do it anyway, so that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't get excited. <laughs> fucking, whatever. Nerd. <laughs> this is why we don't like Nick's. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> Always with their bad fucking ideas. Speaking of, we gotta buy Wizards tickets and Caps tickets. Ah, uh, dude, they won't be sold out. <laughs> no, they will not. <laughs> they, we can probably buy. We can probably get pretty decent seats at the gate. My boy Alex said that he got some for seventeen dollars, and I was like, dude. "Yo, they're giving them away. That's like taxes and fees only." I, I remember my. Oh. I remember my buddy. My buddy who's who lives in New York and is a diehard Mets fan. So of course you got it. Like he's like used to buying like three weeks out. You got to like schedule the game. You got to like get your seats. He was like, "Bro, do we need to get? Do we need to get tickets for the Mets Nats game?" I was like, "Dog, we can walk up and get." five dollar seats and they're gonna be great seats <laughs> they give you a beer with it too they're giving they're giving them away out, out oh, there 100%. Bro. 
All right, so that wraps up. Wait, sorry. Any honorable mentions? We I know we hit Keith, Kevin. I want to I want to so, interject Maria. Maria's good. Maria, Maria. I <laughs> back back to the loner. Back to the loner conversation. Any guy that says their full name but doesn't let you shorten it. So it's like, "Hey, I'm Michael." And you're like, "Oh, what's up, Mike?" And they're like, "No, it's Michael." Like they can only be friends with themselves. Yeah, I th- could. Could Michael be a friend with another Michael though? No, no chance, right? No chance. No chance. No. That, that's like a candidate for the next list. You can't find two Michaels. They're 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 half. They're like they have to register. I think it's like a sex offenders list. There can't yeah. be two Michaels within like I think five or ten square miles, depending on the county ordinance. It's one. It's, it's one Michael to rule them all, right? <laughs> I think. I yeah. think that's how it goes. There can only be one I- Michael. Outside of jails, it's statistically impossible for two psychopaths to be in the same room at the same time. So no, not you can't have two Michaels. Run that is past that, me again. Is that a, is real that a statistic? Are you no, but it sounded pretty good. Yeah, it, it did sound, sound pretty good. <laughs> and especially from someone in yeah. like especially for someone around that field, I was like, wait, wait, wait hold on. Dog, I was just like, that sounds almost impossible, but also <laughs> kind of true at the same time. I was Let's just roll like, with is, it. I was like, is that fucking accurate? Could you imagine the census? <laughs> are there are and you sir are a psychopath, but you sir are not. Okay. Well, that's we meet the trend. <laughs> yep. All right. So so today's lists we not enough explanation pre-show. We we ended up Nick had Elvis, <laughs> Amelia, Theodore, Sam, Sammy, Samuel, and Tony and Anthony, uh, which is happens to be my middle name. And then I wait, Chris, Melissa, Sean, Sean, John, Johnny, Jonathan, Alex, Alexandra, Alexandria, Alexis, Alexa. Like, it just keeps going. And Nevada had Shiloh, Gary, and Gary, Ed, Ed, Eddie, and Edward, Ken, Kenny, Kenneth, and Katie, Kathy, Catherine, and Dude, Ed, hold on. I Hold on. I, I would like to submit a formal complaint. Ed and Eddie are friends. Edward is not in that group. Yeah, he no, is he, too he, good for the Ed Ed Eddie. <laughs> Edward's more of a Michael kind of guy. Yeah, that's a Michael. <laughs> you say, "Hey, man, were you hanging out with Ed the other day?" He says, "No, I don't hang out with those ruffians." Yeah, and if if Edward was going to shorten his name, he'd go by Ward. <laughs> I, I, I would have to physically resist the urge to punch somebody in the face if I was like. It was like Ward. It's short for Edward. I would be like, <laughs> be like you had you didn't get beat up enough as a kid, did you? Let me guess, boarding school. Oh man, I'm gonna man. pitch that to anyone who has a kid from now on, just so I can see your reaction. Oh my god, I'd be like, I'm. You're just. You're gonna get like a <laughs> like. It's gonna be like the Arthur meme. <laughs> just like mother <laughs> oh, alright so that wraps up pop culture pick em. Uh let us know in the comments why I won again it just seems like they just can't pick ladies and gentlemen so let's go ahead and get well, into you're head defining head. the categories at this point so well, let's go if we, I ask you guys for inputs every single fucking time it's not my fault you don't <laughs> give any <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, get into head to head here we have um <laughs> the results from last week. Thank God someone picked the winner. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. 
<laughs> well, calm down. You still missed two other bets. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought so, this was America. <laughs> so right now, uh, Nevada is on a consistent streak of going one for two. He leads mm. in wins right now at three and six. He had two NHL part. Uh, sorry, he had an NHL parlay miss, um, and then he had Arizona Coyotes money line, which hit, and he missed a, a mixed parlay of NHL and NFL. Uh, Nick had one NHL parlay and two NFL parlays, all three of them missed. I honestly don't know if they any of them were particularly close. I'm I'm kicking myself, dude. I really am, because I had, uh. I had two head-to-head picks submitted that I like took pictures of in DraftKings to submit, and I just didn't send them to the group. And one of them hit, and it was a plus three hundred hockey uh, money line. <laughs> well, you know that that's tough, tough breaks. You did try to still get it on your ledger after you hit. <laughs> I, did, I did. I did. Can't knock a man for trying. Right. 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 <laughs> Uh, I had an NBA parlay, which was sunk. I think it was two legs that actually missed. But Boston uh, had their first loss at home since March 5th of 2023. And I just happened to bet on them in that game, of course. And then my UFC parlay, um, Mallet got snuck and uh, Silva lost the title. She actually dropped the title to Raquel Pennington, who I believe took the fight on short notice. Um, and then Driscus du- Duplessis did end up winning. Uh, I didn't watch the card. I'll, I'll well, probably watch it when it comes to ESPN Plus. But uh, so I don't know. I can check. I don't know the like results that he won in. And then I I had one of the most ridiculous NFL parlays that <laughs> y- you're gonna look at, and it almost everything hit, yeah. which is cra- which is crazy. Uh, Sam Laporta got a red zone target, didn't catch the touchdown. So that, that anytime touchdown missed. And it was between him and Kate Otten for me because both teams are bad at guarding the tight end and Kate Otten got the score and he got it early. And I knew Sam Laporta was sunk. It was just karmic gods. Then, uh, Buffalo money line missed. I mean, that's essentially, (laughs) that's essentially a pick them game, but Buffalo money line. Buffalo money line should not have missed, and then uh, I don't think Casey lost a fumble, if I'm mistaken. Mm, I don't think they did either. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think they did. So. I think they won the turnover. They won the turnover about a one-zero. Yeah, and you know, but Mahomes and Allen were fucking running wild from no, they, they did. from tip. And so I was super annoyed with that parlay because it was twenty thousand three hundred, and to miss on just a few legs, like a red zone opportunity. So, uh, but to, to wrap up the odds, Nick is two and seven plus nine, four riding high on the, on those two huge parlays he hit in weeks one and week two, respectively. Um, I'm, what are you laughing at? Kansas City did lose a fumble. Oh my God. That just made it worse, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, what? Laporta touchdown, right? Laporta anytime touchdown, which I wanted to put Kate Otten and then Buffalo money line. So if Laporta corrals that red zone target, right? If or if it's a better target, because I think it was over his head, yep. and gets that touchdown, and Buffalo ended up losing by three um, because Mahomes and, and Allen always play a fucking back and forth crazy game. Oh man. Hey buddy. I, <laughs> hey buddy. 
I had both Laporta anytime touchdown and Buffalo money line in my bets last week. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. You need to Bro, start <laughs> I need access to your bets before I put them in. I fucking hate you. Oh, I'm also, part- by, the, by the way, I'm also 0 for 10 tonight, which is kind of amazing. That is pretty amazing. I'll give you that. I have but- streaks where it's like, okay, I need some money for this. Bro, that's so devastating. You couldn't have told me, like, after I had submitted it for head-to-head, I would have changed I, it. I honestly didn't see it. I didn't I didn't look at it that hard until after. And then I was like, wow, this actually has a chance of hitting. Oh, that's mm. tough. At plus 2,300, dude. I was I was watching. Plus, plus 2,000 or 20,300. Yeah, 20,300. I keep saying 2,300. Yeah. No, that's still right. 2,300 is no. the same thing. No. 2,300 20. is. I, 20. Yes, I guess 20. 20. I guess 2,300 20. is. 300. That's how I've been saying it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, I'm like, one and eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm somehow better units than Nevada. <laughs> yeah, I, my wins ain't uh, stacking up on the units. <laughs> uh, my guy has three wins. He's at negative three units. I have one win and I'm negative 1.78. Let's go. I love big bets. I'm putting in another wild NFL parlay. Uh, I, Nick, I need your bets up. Right? Okay. All right. Uh, Nick has submitted two bets already. I posted them uh, this morning on twitter and instagram so feel free to check those out um as always as we always say you know the motto i always feel like when i say that i'm gonna start singing drake but uh anything else for head to head fade us no i mean if you would have followed the podcast motto we just made you a bunch of money we'll send you our venmos you're welcome (laughs) we should start requesting payment after they win a successful fade <laughs> it's like three percent three percent of every fade goes back to room 303 <laughs> all right let's get into what the fuck headline uh we have two submissions this week one from nevada one from nick uh boys which one do we want to start with uh mine's up up front so i'll put or i'll talk about mine so um i can't even remember where i saw this i just saw it in the headline was perfect. Um, marathon runner is disqualified for chain smoking during a Chinese race. <laughs> His name is Smoking Uncle Chen. <laughs> Here's the most bonkers part. So that's that's a bonkers article. <laughs> the second bullet of the headline of the article says the Chinese Athletics Association implemented a ban on smoking during marathons last year (laughs) that's insane it took until 2023 to be like well technically is it really that bad if you're running a marathon and smoking i don't see how it's performance enhancing right that's why you ban it it's not performance enhancing it opens the lungs (laughs) i think that's the opposite of what smoke does (laughs) the fact that it was legal last year and they really banned this man. Like, did he win though? No. Uh, when I scrolled to the article, he finished. It wasn't bad, especially for a guy who's what, like fifty-two or something. Um, three hours and thirty-three uh-huh. minutes is fantastic. 
<laughs> but yeah, he's he says he does it to like help him focus on breathing, which is yeah, the, so ironic. The third bullet said yep. it helps him relieve fatigue. Yeah, relieve fatigue. Performance enhancer. Get the fuck out. So of in, in, in a statement uh, posted on Weibo, the Xiamen uh, Marathon confirmed that a participant violated an article of its rules and regulations, which prohibits a wild range of stuff. <laughs> That's what I was, I was just reading that too. <laughs> oh, defecation, smoking, or trampling on flower beds or green spaces. I love how they <laughs> wa- they walked it down. Like, don't you shit on the course. Don't you smoke on the course. I swear to God, if you guys run over flowers. And what do I always say about these rules, Nick? They're meant to be broken. No, they exist because someone yeah, right. did them. They exist right? for a reason. So we were in Japan, and they put up photos on how to use <laughs> their, their toilets. And I am in—I am actually in the restroom using the toilet, and I'm looking at this side, and I snap a photo and send it to Nick and Eric because I, I'm just like, you know someone has sat on this toilet like this before yeah 100 <laughs> percent. pulled it out of the wall because he was too heavy leaning backwards water was going everything so that means someone has actively defecated on this marathon course before yeah 100 all right so that i mean there's not much more to get into that that's hysterical give the give the man his finish back I, I, I love how they made him run the whole marathon and then we're like nope you're disqualified <laughs> If you're going to disqualify him, give him his money back, you assholes. No doubt, yeah. And then... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, th- this is mine. Uh, sent to me by the the lovely Katie Gamble. Um, this uh, Kanye, Kanye West's 850,000 titanium teeth are, quote, fixed and permanent, unlike grills and veneers. It's, quote, experimental dentistry, end quote. This is just bonkers. Right, they're they're tungsten, right? Titanium, and they're like on his teeth. It's it's incredible. Known as fixed prosthodontics. Yeah, it was just, and it's experimental dentistry that was designed entirely by Kanye. Oh yeah, that's who I want my research and developer to be. Kanye people go fucking crazy for this man I don't I don't understand it and quite frankly it's sickening because this is about to be a multi-million dollar industry and all he needs is a second person to do the operation to be in the millions already at eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars and now it's just another thing that people are dude they're just they're slowly chipping away at people and they're just be like, yo, okay, well, let's just become cyborgs. And people are willingly going to line up for that shit. Kanye West became a cyborg. Why don't you become a cyborg? <laughs> yeah, bro. Kanye yeah. West says cyborgs are the future. Cyborgs yeah. are really cool. <laughs> Can't afford Kanye cyborgs? Try this new aluminum feature. <laughs> right. right. You don't like so, that? How about cyborg by Tesla? So he worked alongside the self-proclaimed father of diamond dentistry. Without a click on that man's name, how white is that man? Thomas Connolly. How white is Thomas Connolly? Oh, not white. Not white at all. Uh, Okay. uh, Yeah, I don't think so. Damn. All right. 
Good for him. Nah, he's white. Nah, but not like you'd expect him to be like Beverly Hills plastic surgeon white. Yeah, I guess so. Like a Keith White. He's worked with Little Yachty, Offset, OBJ, Shaq, Post Malone. Damn, no Kanye West posted on his uh, on his Instagram. <laughs> nah, he just took his eight hundred fifty thousand dollars and called it a, called it the pleasure of doing yeah. doing business. They look like vampire teeth. They look like robo dog teeth. Oh, scroll down to this picture. Very important. His teeth were not weren't removed. Weren't removed. Thank God. There they are. He's got friggin' robo teeth. And he spiked him. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Just, just to cry Love for it. help. Love just it. To cry for help. This man <laughs> is a tortured soul. You got to feel for him a little bit. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you date the Kardashians. You either cut off your dick or you pay way too much for for veneers. Yep. Okay, that's that's enough. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with Kanye. That's <laughs> just I've had my I've had my fill. <laughs> All right, boys, let's go ahead and get into the NFL uh, divisional round review. Uh, we'll do the same thing we always do. One surprise, one disappointment. It could be two surprises. Just just two takeaways. I always stumble through this portion, but two takeaways from the divisional round. Uh, before you get into it, Nick, your record last week was three and seven. Bad week. Uh, I went five, seven, and two with a Bow Melton anytime touchdown uh, cashing. Uh, I was mocked. He's plus 800. <laughs> Suck my butt. How about that? And then Nevada. I mean, thanks for joining last week. Welcome to the show. One and eight. Delivering the fades for the people. Just mm-hmm. a superstar picker. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is mm-hmm. that's an elite percentage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, Nevada, yeah. let's let's start with you. Since you had went, went one and eight, let's start with you. What were you? Where are you two takeaways? Uh, <clears throat> I think uh, my first takeaway will probably be I'll go to the KC and and Buffalo game. Um, I know a lot of people kind of hype it up as the new Manning and Brady rivalry. Uh, I, I don't know. Until Buffalo can break the curse of missing <laughs> field goals in the playoffs, I, I this was their one shining moment to beat KC in the playoffs. Casey had a down year. Um, Buffalo Casey had a down was, year too. They did, but they the second half of the season they were on fire to get back into the playoffs. So um, you can point to things on both sides, but this was the year for them to finally beat Casey. They have Casey on the road. First time Mahomes has been on the road aside from the Super Bowl, and they just blow it. Hey, I, 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 hey. I, Peyton struggled against Tom as well, didn't he? He did, but I, to me, it seems like the Bills and Josh Allen are just just completely snake bitten against the Chiefs in the playoffs. And I, this was the year. I don't know what they're going to have to do because they're going to have to blow up that roster, get rid of some money and some age, um, and reload. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, sorry, Bills fans, the kickers in the playoffs. Not not bueno. You know, Bills fans could have responded. I mean, they they've been in the news lately for kind of you know being kind of shitheads, and everyone kind of loves Bills fans 
typically, but they've been in the news for especially the snowballs throwing them at the at the Chiefs. Like, not that snowballs are really that big a deal, but uh, you know, it's not how you want to comport yourself. But I will say they donated over a hundred thousand to Tyler Bass's charity since he's missed that kick, and it's ironic because Tyler Bass is has been a terrific kicker for yeah. them. Uh, it's 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 the announcer's jinx. It's literally as he's walking up to kick it, they they showed a graphic on the bottom of the screen that said mm-hmm. when the Bills are tied or trailing by three or less, Tyler Bass is nine for nine in field goals in his career. And boop. One of the I love I love that we're sorry. Go ahead, Nevada. Well, I was just gonna say the that awful fake punt. Uh, that they ran was at the second or third quarter. I didn't yeah. even see that play, man. Dude, it was I, just the Chiefs had ten you know, men on the field, Jermaine, and they the still Chiefs, ran it for a three-yard gain. The Chiefs. You know who yeah. who was the ball carrier on that play? I, I've seen memes that it's like Demar Hamlin, and it was like the, one of those. It was one of those videos <laughs> where they they had the ball off to like. Yeah. The make a wish kid, uh, make a wish kid, and everyone <laughs> runs with him. It was like that. It was like what Sean McDermott thought the Chiefs were going to do with. <laughs> yeah. So they had ten men and got three yards, needed five on a fake punt. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a oh was he close? It was like a very clear stop. Yeah, he he had to struggle for those three yards. Yeah. Oh, so no. my man's had yards after contact. No, no. Yard well, maybe, after contact. Yeah, maybe yard. I have to they, watch they stuffed that out. Yeah, I, quick. It was terrible. I didn't have the sound on that. I was watching other other. I had three games on at the time, so I don't. I don't even. Everyone kept talking about this fake punt. I was just like, "What the fuck are people talking about?" I didn't even see that, dude. Mahomes is now uh, with his thirty eighth touchdown pass. He threw two in the game with with his thirty eighth touchdown pass. He now passes Drew Brees for six most in NFL postseason history, and he also passed uh, with his. 215 yards. He also passed Dan Marino for ninth most passing yards in postseason history. Yeah. What is this? Six straight AFC championships game championship yep. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be interesting when we get into the actual, uh, you know, preview for the next two games, but all right. So Nevada, was that one or two takeaways for you? Uh, one, the second one, and I'll just run through real quick. Um, the lions got it. they, they're rolling. Um, obviously, we'll see what happens here with San Fran, but I was I was thinking that this would be a letdown, just a mental letdown. But they came out and they they showed up. It was very impressive, and they made the play that they needed to make at the end in the fourth quarter again. Like that's something that I hadn't really paid attention to, but it was like so. I think maybe ESPN pointed it out, but like. They have been very clutch in the fourth quarter. So if they can keep it close against San Fran, that'll be pretty interesting. All right, Nick, to you. Uh, well, I'll kind of combine my two into one. I, I think that in in the two games that we saw um, on Saturday, the Houston-Baltimore and – yeah, Saturday. Houston-Baltimore and Green Bay-San Francisco were Saturday, right? Correct. Okay. So the games that we saw Saturday – was really an example of the two quarterbacks that we had hyped so much last week, CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. Why were they good all season? 
it was because they didn't try to make the pass. They didn't try to fit the windows. They let the game come to them, and they didn't force plays, right? I feel like if they continued that way, we're talking about a completely different ball game against teams where if you do let the game come to you and you don't force mistakes, they struggle, right? We You talked about it last week, Jermaine. Baltimore struggles against teams in the playoffs, right? Because Lamar always tries to do tries to do the superhero act because coming the team, out of by yeah. right because the team that he's playing normally lets the game come to them and they go out and they get a win right San Francisco is a team that if you let them play and you force them to make mistakes early you're probably going to beat them what we saw from CJ Stroud and Jordan Love was that they forced they were forcing the game they were trying to win a football game and that caused them to lose against Baltimore Brock Purdy didn't have a great game, 58% completion percentage. Lamar Jackson didn't have a great game. He only threw 22 passes for 151 yards, 152 yards and two touchdowns, right? It was because the two defenses stepped up in that game and and, and really made the difference. Yeah, I mean, but you you could tell Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud were playing two drastically different caliber of defenses. Right. And that is important to say. Like you have to, you have to force it against the Ravens defense. That defense is crazy. What the fuck were the Bears thinking trading Roquan Smith? <laughs> That's what. Like, what were they thinking trading Roquan Smith? Now they're talking about they need someone to pair with Montez Sweat. <laughs> you know who would pair really nicely with Montez Sweat? Roquan Smith? Roquan, <laughs> Roquan fucking Smith, dog. This uh, this Ravens defense also, Houston runs the San Francisco offense. And I do not know why I didn't factor that into my thought process when it came to betting. Uh, but this is why we tell you to fade us. The Ravens smacked the 49ers this year. I mean, smacked them. And the 49ers were red hot at the time. This was like week 15 or week 16. And they did the same thing again. And here's, here's, it was tied at halftime. It was 10 10. And people were probably like, oh, this Houston team, they're in it. They're in it. Myself included. It wasn't until it was 17 10 and Baltimore was marching down again to, to push the lead up to 24 or something that I sat back and realized, holy fuck, the Houston Texans have not scored an offensive touchdown in this ballgame. The Houston Texans kicked one field goal and had a punt return for a touchdown. This was a complete domination by the Baltimore Ravens. And that's kind of scary. And Nevada, back to your point, Brady was nine and three against Peyton Manning in the regular season. But Manning actually held the advantage three to two in the postseason. Funny enough, no quarterback lost a game at home in the postseason. Neither quarterback did. Oh well, Josh Allen's already mm. out on that. Yeah. Um, so this 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 was Josh Allen's time to to really cement what you were saying, but he blew it for you. So blame Josh Allen. Four and three head to head in their careers. They played seven times now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is not lost in the playoffs. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> That's just got to burn Josh Allen so bad just knowing that. 
bro. The what? meme, the the oh. meme of of Stefan Diggs standing, and it's like, what's this dude doing? He's been standing for three years. When's he actually gonna do something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> brutal. That's kind of sad, dude. I, I, let me see if I can uh, Diggs last ten. See if I can't find it. It so Stefan Diggs. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say. For me, I don't know what you guys think. The divisional round is by far the best round of playoffs in football. I agree. The the, I, the games are definitely closer than than they were on Wild Card Weekend. They're usually the closest. They're they're usually the closest slate of games. It feels like, and then from there you're like, oh, this team is clearly going to be the favorite in the next game. And that you know, favorite doesn't always win, but for the for the most part, you kind of have a <laughs> a strong inkling of how things are going to go from there. But I wanted to bring so my, one of my takeaways is Stefan Diggs. Um, I guess where are you? Where well, I'm gonna have to put him on a milk carton because I don't really know what the fuck's going on. But uh, last ten Bills games, uh, we'll just do receiving yards and targets. Uh, player A, 37 targets, 462 yards. Player B, 80 targets, 422 yards. Who do you think player A is? Uh, Shakir. Correct. Yeah. Khalil oh, Shakir, yeah. 37 Khalil targets, Shakir. Yep. 437 targets, 462 yards. Yep. Uh, Stefan Diggs had 80 targets. 422 yards so just a little a, a little a little inside baseball i bet a khalil shakir anytime touchdown because the chiefs are excellent at shutting down wide receiver ones but not so good at shutting down <laughs> slot wide receivers i think that's why you traded for legerious need right <laughs> we were playing madden yesterday so stefan Diggs' last 10 games uh three for 21 seven for 52 Seven for 87, four for 26, five for 29, four for 48, four for 24, six for 74 and one, four for 27, and three for 34. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what to do with that information, but it's alarming. <laughs> well, you don't need to really bring it up until next postseason. It's, it's alarming. And I wonder where Stefan Diggs' brother is now. Huh. Now, now that we've seen Stefan Diggs' play not be good and Buffalo be good without him. He was he was real quick to chime up when Buffalo was in that rough patch and they fired their offensive coordinator. But they fired the offensive coordinator. The offense got way better and Stefan Diggs didn't stop st- – still didn't do anything. This past weekend also did ruin uh, Nick and I's Super Bowl pick. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that was a bum. I wasn't going to say anything because we were riding high until uh, Tyler Bass decided to crush the hopes and dreams of Bills fans everywhere. But but he said you can't ask yeah. for overtime rule changes if I just <laughs> miss now. All right, yeah. But but don't worry uh, because Katie asked me why I was so frustrated uh, after the Bills lost. She's like, you don't even like the Bills. I was like, yep, but I could have won forty two hundred dollars. So <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> yep. God, that was so uh, annoying. And then that, and then that la- that launched into my rant that she had to sit through of me yelling about Patrick Mahomes and how much I just despise him. 
Okay. I just Enlight- don't, I just don't I just don't like Patrick Mahomes. He's such a fucking baby. He's a baby about everything. Ever since he got this Netflix quarterback thing, he thinks he's this great guy who deserves everything. And he talks shit and he thinks he's so fucking cool because he's been in fucking every Super Bowl. and He's the new Brady. And now he thinks he should get every call. And when he loses, he's like, oh, it's because of the refs. And when he wins, it's like, oh, it's all me. Like, I'm that dude. And when he loses, he's like, well, I can't possibly lose. I just didn't get the calls. He just, he went from someone who I was like, guy coming out of Texas Tech, wasn't highly, wasn't highly sought out coming after college, worked his way up and was a really feel good story. And then as soon as he got put on that Netflix quarterback documentary, it seemed like his head has exploded. We annihilated, we, not us in room 303, but the media, the sports media annihilated Baker Mayfield because he had four commercials on at once. Now, Patrick Mahomes, you cannot watch an NFL game commercial break without seeing Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And we love him. We can't say anything about him. Matt Stafford made a throw in the Rams game that if it were Patrick Mahomes, everybody would have, their heads would have exploded and servers would have crashed on the internet. Yeah. Because Matt Stafford has been making them for 10 years. Before Patrick Mahomes was in the NFL, Matt Stafford was throwing the craziest no looks. He was throwing them injured. He was throwing no looks hurt. He came back. He didn't leave the game and still threw a no look. But no, because it's the Detroit Lions, like he got no pub. Yeah. Yes. Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback. I'm not ready to say he's a great quarterback, and I'm so annoyed that he's getting put in the greatest of all time conversation now. I mean, six straight AFC championships. I don't care. Jim Kelly went to four straight Super Bowls. We don't consider him one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I know. That's my argument. I use that all the time. Like, like Jim Kelly should get more praise. Jim Kelly should get more. Four straight Super Bowls. Oh, but he lost them. It's so funny. They say that about they say that about him, but then when you talk about LeBron James, the losses don't matter. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, the, I'm just, I'm just, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with Patrick Mahomes and his attitude this year, the last two years, really, and the complaining about the refs when you can't when you can't understand that you got the easiest, easiest pi call. I'll just say in Super Bowl history, I don't even want to say NFL history, but you got a give me penalty to win a Super Bowl. You you should have been beaten by Josh Allen if it weren't for fucking a they kicker ca- missing. They called that flag in the Super Bowl pass interference. I, right. I'm still blown away that that was pass interference. Meanwhile, Roby Coleman decletes Tommy Lee Lewis <laughs> while the ball is in the air. And rumor has it, Bill Vinovich still hasn't thrown a flag. <laughs> no, and guess what? He's going to be the Super Bowl ref this year. Bill Vinovich, who missed that flag, who missed the pass interference flag on Ted Ginn Jr. the play before, is now refing the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, it's fixed. Stop spending energy getting upset. Stop st- stop it. Just bet the games, watch <laughs> bet and the games, know lose on the games. It, it's fixed. 
So when you win, celebrate. When you lose, just know that that's how it's planned. They're registered as entertainment businesses. WWE was out a long time ago. They have just managed to keep the reins on this much, much longer. It's the, Ro- the Roman these, reigns. These refs, I mean, nonstop, every single year, all we do is complain about referees. In every sport. I mean, Nick had an MLB umpire rant last week. About yeah, but not about the MLB umpires. <laughs> about them not being that bad. You know what I mean? Like that we've gotten to the point where like they're not that bad. They're not the worst. No, every single one of them is wrong. And the minute you move into machines, they're still gonna get it wrong because VAR is still <laughs> the same fucking thing. They just call shenanigans to fix it however the fuck they want it to fix. But we're still gonna be here, we're still gonna be betting on it because it's fucking fun. And just just that just separate the emotion. Just a, an L is an L, a win is a win. There is you didn't do anything anyways. So just keep it pushing. Uh, I don't have any other takeaways. I, I think we've we've beat this dead horse into the ground. Uh, shout out Baker Mayfield for putting on a great fucking performance. Uh, I I just was happy to see that. You know, even if this is his Case Keenum one year run, you know what I mean. At least Baker got to you know, experience some playoff glory, get into the playoffs, win the division, do all that fun stuff. And he's in line for at least a three-year contract now. Oh, he's going to get some money. Yeah. He's, so he he's what? Is he the best quarterback in that division right now? Uh, yeah, Bryce. I will – right now, yes. We'll see what Atlanta does. But at this moment, I would – oh, man. <laughs> I, I guess I would take Baker. Um, I've always been a car fan from afar, but this year he was he was pretty doo doo. Um, as far Can as car standard, uh, yeah, confirm. as far as car standard goes, um, I think we all can agree Bryce is is not there yet right now. But um, for this season, this moment in time, yeah, Baker's the best in the division, and it, it doesn't even feel particularly close. Not really, no. Um, <laughs> You know, we'll see what the offseason has in store, especially for Atlanta. That could really shake things up. But, yeah, at this moment, <laughs> yeah, it is Baker. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. Let's go ahead and get into the NFL Conference Championships. The American Football Conference and the National Football Conference will be competing for their illustrious crown this Sunday. Right? Both games are on Sunday? Yes. Uh, so, Chiefs. Ravens uh, go first. They'll be the 12 p.m. game. And then you have the Lions 49ers at 3.30. Um, Ravens, because they had the best record, obviously are supposed to get the most rest. Not that it matters. They're going to get two weeks off anyways. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get into the Ravens-Chiefs. And uh, go go ahead and take it away, Nick, and I'll pull up the odds. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying this in, in, until it actually happens, but – you know, I I had this game. I had this the the game in in Buffalo as a defensive battle. I I had it at an eighteen twenty four game. It it didn't turn out that way. A, a little bit more scoring for Kansas City. I still don't think Kansas City has the offense to contend with Baltimore, and I think Baltimore has the defense to contend with Kansas City. They're not really that explosive offense anymore. Um, when these lines came out, uh. I took Baltimore minus three. 
and I took the under. The under hasn't changed, but I took under 44 and a half. Um, I think Baltimore wins this game by at least 10. So you're taking Baltimore minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. And the under. Mm-hmm. And I would like to make it official. Because Cle- I just said Cleveland can't cover the number two wide receiver. I'm also going to take a Rashad Bateman anytime touchdown. Rashad Bateman anytime touchdown. Oh, boy. Let me pull up the TD scores here. Bateman is... I think it should be plus 450. Plus 450. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're you're picking a, a Baltimore advancing to the Super Bowl, correct? Baltimore advancing to the Super Bowl, and I may I, I'll remind people that at the beginning of the playoffs, I took a plus one twenty five Baltimore AFC champ prop. So let's let's hope that hits. Okay, perfect. So uh, Nevada, your thoughts on this uh, Chiefs Ravens game? Oops, that's that went too far. Uh, yeah, kind of a little bit of piggyback off Nick. I. I, I see Baltimore both on offense, defense, um, special teams. I don't, know, I, I don't pay attention that much. They both got really good kickers, but whatever. Um, I see Baltimore head and shoulders above KC in this. Um, again, this is a year that KC's been down. Obviously, they've been there time and time again, but this Baltimore team just feels different. They play different. Um, they've got a swagger about them. That's, that's different. Lamar's getting his, his, uh, accolades in the postseason. He just keeps trucking along from the regular season. I, I see Baltimore winning this one. Um, I will also go with the points for the Ravens and I'm going to pull up the anytime touchdown. I'm going to go with Isaiah likely to grab another touchdown. Oh, that's that's a likely pick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Isaiah likely is plus 180, so you're taking Isaiah likely ATTD plus 180. All right. So you have Baltimore minus three and a half, nothing with the over under, and then you're taking an Isaiah likely anytime touchdown. You know what, you know what I'll throw on there, Jermaine, after, after seeing these odds too? Give me a Lamar Jackson first touchdown score. Okay. Do you have the odds on that? That's plus 600. Yes. Plus 600. Okay. Um, Man. Look, I'm going to subscribe to Podcast Motto. Uh, Give me Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half. Mm. Boo. KC, I'm taking KC plus three and a half for all day. Uh, I'll take the points. I was going to take the points anyways. Uh, I'll take Kansas City money line plus 160. And I'm taking KC versus Baltimore over 44 and a half. Uh, purely based on the fact that two good teams like this, the line is 44 points. You're telling me it's going to be a 24-21 game and all I need is is an extra field goal or a, a two-point conversion or a, a, just any other score. Uh, with two quarterbacks like this, yeah, I'll take the over on the, in that situation. 
And uh, I don't have any props off the top of my head for this one, but uh, keep it locked on the socials. We'll be putting out some of our, our favorite bets for head-to-head as well as if anyone just wants to post a bet, they'll let me know and I'll, I'll post it for them. Uh, that <laughs> wraps up. So this is going to be an incredibly interesting game. So Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey came alive last game against the um, Buffalo Bills, and and the Bills were a red-hot football team. So it's going to be interesting to see how that – the Baltimore Ravens defense that I watched come out and jump all over the Houston Texans. Yes, rookie head coach, rookie OC, rookie quarterback, like r- rookie defensive end. <laughs> like, yes, they were an incredibly young team. Uh, so it's not that surprising to see a football team jump all over them. But this is going to be Baltimore at home. This is their first – hosted AFC championship game for the Baltimore Ravens ever, I I believe, which is just crazy because there's been some elite Baltimore Ravens football teams. And for them to only host an AFC championship game once is is bonkers. Um, I do think both teams have a turnover in this one and – I really do think these defenses are going to get after it, and these short fields are going to are going to turn it into a higher scoring game than people are used to. Um, take the props for Mahomes and Jackson over rush yards if you want to get an alternate line and maybe zap a little bit of that juice just to feel a little more comfortable. Go ahead, but I think both quarterbacks are going to have to use their legs to keep these offenses moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's. Let's go ahead and get into the NFC Championship game. Nevada, we'll start with you. The Detroit Lions are traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. This current line is San Francisco minus seven, over under 51, and the money line for Detroit is plus two five zero. Right. I, I don't want to jinx the Lions, but um, I'm bought in. Plus, at this point, with the remaining four teams, I'd love to see the Lions um, take care of it and at least get to the Super Bowl. Um, I believe, I mean, it's clear that they've taken on the personality of of their head coach. They're nasty. They're tenacious. They don't give up. Um, The offense has weapons all over the field. Uh, The running game is a two-headed monster. I remember when Jameer Gibbs got drafted, we were all kind of thinking, like, that's that seems kind of odd to take him. And now he's showing up as one of the best rookie running backs in the league. So I'm going to go with the Lions plus seven. And I'll go with the money line on the Lions as well. One of the issues I have with San Francisco is it's kind of a weird issue, but I just don't trust um, Kyle Shanahan in championship uh, games. So he is now – he's reached four consecutive championship games in his first four playoff appearances, um, which is all good and great. There's only one other coach who has more, um, who went five for five. That being said, as good as a coach as he is, if he loses to Detroit – he will join this list of coaches um, who have lost three straight conference championship games. I'm going to name them off. You let me know if these coaches are any good or not. John Madden, Chuck Knox, Tom Landry, and Andy Reid. 
I would I'd say pretty pretty solid little lineup there. So as good as he is, uh, it just concerns me. I obviously he could turn around this year, but I'm just going to go with history right now. He just kind of seems to fall flat when it comes to uh, championship games in the conference, and the Lions have nothing to lose. They got the monkey off their back. They rode the their hometown to the conference championship, and I can almost guarantee you that stadium is going to be 50-50. Lion fans are going to show up for that game. It's going to be – this one, this matchup is going to be interesting. So you said there's only one other coach uh, that made it to NFC – or sorry, to championships like Kyle Shanahan, right, these conference championships. Was it Andy Reid with the Eagles? No. Uh, let me just pull it up real quick again. Was it was wondering. another San, yeah, another San Francisco coach. I'm probably going to get his last name wrong, but George Seifert. Seifert, yep. So oh, okay. he went he went to five straight conference title games in his first five postseasons as the head coach. Oh, okay. So that was a San Francisco 49ers stat. No, that's that's all time. There's only one coach who has gone to five straight conference title games in his first five postseasons as head coach. Okay. And both happen to be San Fran. That's pretty crazy, yeah. actually. Um, <clears throat> all right. So you had Detroit plus seven, Detroit money line at uh, plus two fifty. Do you have any props that you like in this game? I didn't look. Let me take a quick little gander here. Um, While you're taking a look, we'll just move into Nick. Nick, your thoughts on this Detroit Lions traveling into San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be the complete opposite of what I said for for Kansas City, Baltimore. I think this is going to be a shootout in 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 San Fran. I think we saw with with Baker Mayfield um, and the offense uh, that Tampa Bay has. The the offense that Tampa Bay has is not the offense that San Francisco has. San Francisco has a way better offense and – Except for a few key stops by the Lions, I mean that that Tampa Bay offense scored twenty three points. I fully believe the line the 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 Forty Niners can score thirty, but we saw right that the Lions can also score up there. I think this game is going to be very very close. I have it thirty one to thirty, um, San Francisco, just because I think. This I, this this run for for Detroit has to end sometime. I think, and I think it's going to end end with San Francisco because we're going up against a San Francisco team that is probably facing their easiest opponent in the NFC Championship game uh, that they faced in the Kyle Shanahan era. Um, that being said, I took this game when when the Lions came out at six and a half. I took the Lions plus six and a half, so I'm going to take the Lions plus seven. Uh, and I took the over 51 and that hasn't moved yet. So, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, Brock part Brock Purdy uh, in, in games where in, in games following uh, I'll call it poor games, Brock, Brock Purdy following a poor performance. I'm saying where he has a QB rating of 90 or lower this year. Uh, he's responded with performances of uh, 310, two touchdowns. 365, one touchdown, 314, four touchdowns, 272, one touchdown. Following games uh, of that nature. Um, you know, 
I, I I'm gonna take Brock Purdy over. I think Brock Purdy is at two seventy two right now is his is his prop if I if I remember that correctly. Two seventy five two seventy four and a half is his pass yards. Uh and over one and a half. So I'm I'm gonna parlay that those both together. Give me the over pass yards by itself. Brock Purdy over two seventy four and a half. And give me that parlayed with his uh with his touchdowns. Um over one and a half. That pays plus one fifty one. So Purdy yards and sorry over one and a half TDs is plus one seventy one plus one fifty two one five two uh-huh all right so I have you down for Detroit plus seven uh, Detroit San Fran over fifty one Brock Purdy over two seventy four and a half yards parlay Purdy yards and over one and a half touchdowns for plus one fifty. Yeah, I mean this this is going to come down to to San Francisco being at home and, and winning this game, but Detroit's going to make it interesting for sure. And uh, Nevada, what what prop did you have for us? Uh, right now, I got Amin Ra for an anytime touchdown at plus one thirty. All right, and I'm tempted. I am tempted. To go with Jameer Gibbs, two plus touchdowns at plus seven hundred. Mm. Uh, CMC, you had three plus touchdowns last week because you got froggy with it. But if you would have taken that two, uh, <laughs> you probably you would have cashed. <laughs> uh, so let's see. <clears throat> so you're taking. Uh, <clears throat> you're not taking Gibbs though. Uh, let's get froggy. Yeah, I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> Gibbs. Two plus touchdowns. And what was the odds on that? 700. Ooh, that's much better than Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> so I am going to take San Francisco minus seven. I'm going to take Detroit versus San Fran under 51. And I'm going to take, I don't, well, I'm not taking San Fran money line. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm not confident in this Detroit Lions team, and I hope they keep proving me wrong. So I'm not going to bet with them. Um, I just I don't know how they've made it this far. Let's put it that way. I don't know how they've won this many games. It feels like their defense doesn't seem quite that great at any one thing, but seems to be serviceable at all of it to, at, enough to win games. Um, and I'll be less disappointed betting with San Francisco and them losing than betting with Detroit and them and them losing. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I am concerned that the Debo Samuel injury is going to rear his head in this game, and I hope that you know San Francisco can unlock Brandon Ayuk, can leverage CMC and Elijah Mitchell in, in a much more reliable fashion. And George Kittle has a big impact on this game. And George Kittle should because Detroit is not good at guarding the tight end position. And that's what leads me to my touchdown scores. I know George Kittle scored a touchdown last week. And so you typically don't, you kind of want to fade that kind of production, but I'm anticipating a Debo Samuel miss. So I'm going Kittle anytime touchdown at plus 105, um, especially, you know, this is a defense that I've targeted all year in fantasy as far as starting tight ends against it. Um, 
And so I'm going to follow suit with my bets. And if, and if Debo Samuel misses, I want to get a Ray Ray McLeod. <sighs> McLeod. Plus anytime touchdown score at plus 650. Usually when someone misses, someone else has got to score, right? Uh, the other name that I thought of was rookie wide receiver Ronnie Bell at plus 750. Um, and you always have the uh, oh ever-present Kyle Juszczyk at plus 1,000. Uh, you had uh, Craig – go ahead. I was going to say, can I interest you guys in a Kyle Juszczyk little uh, slip out? Uh, you know, McCaffrey fades it. Detroit's good against the run, but they just sneak him across the line and just a two-yard little, two little dink. Touchdown. <laughs> Nick no, he, bet no, he no, he burnt me last week too bad. Nick bet him last week. So this is the week. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we say, this is the week to bet that Kyle's Kyle use check anytime touchdown. Um, yeah, I'm going chalk. I'm going chalk with my choice for here in the NFC championship game. I think we're gonna get an unexpected rematch of Kansas City versus San Francisco. Um but I would probably much rather like a Baltimore-San Francisco final. Or, to be honest, I mean, we all kind of want a Baltimore-Detroit matchup because nobody's really going to be upset except for, like, Steelers fans and Packers, <laughs> Vikings, Bears fans. You know, like, division rivals are the other ones who care. And everyone, everyone else is kind of pulling for, especially the Detroit football lines. And it, and it kills me. It kills me to take, to take San Francisco in a win there because I did take – a Detroit NFC championship prop at the beginning of the playoffs plus 850. So you don't have the stones. You know what he's doing? He's hedging himself right now. <laughs> it's because he knows he sucks at big enough. Listen, listen. I am great. I'm great at compartmentalization in my head. So those bets, those, those were a, that's a different guy. That's Nicholas who made those bets. I don't even oh. know that guy. <laughs> That I'm not gonna ever, fly. that that guy sucks at betting. Why would I follow him? The ever-present asshole Nicholas. <laughs> Nevada, you got anything before we wrap this up? No, I think it's gonna be a, a good slate. Hopefully, uh, we don't have to see a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. That's all. That's all. That's all I care about. That's all I want. Yep. <laughs> That's all you, you guys. You That's guys all I want for gone, Christmas. You guys have gone so far off the deep end on that. It's hysterical. I hate now. it. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> I don't care how Taylor Swift celebrates when Travis no. when the Chiefs score a touchdown. I don't care. Who it is feels that like for? it feels like Steph Curry's wife all over again. Oh yeah, or like Steph Curry's kid all over again. Oh yeah, but like show Steph Curry's kid clapping in the stands. Yeah, but she was adorable. You can't really come on now. It's a kid. She's better Relax. than Taylor Swift. Did you hear me bitching about Steph Curry's kid? No, you did not. No. <laughs> I, no I was gonna say the only closest thing we have in this in football was the Tony Roma and Jessica Simpson saga. And Jesus Christ, did they fucking show her every game? That's yeah. true. God damn, that Jessica Simpson. She was every completion from Tony Romo was right. Oh, look, look at Jessica Simpson. I'm just like, I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we feel now. Again. <laughs> it's come full circle. <laughs> they do they do, do this. Like it, it sucks like when you have the sound off and then they cut to someone's family in the crowd or whatever. 
I'm like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like Tommy DeVito when they just cut to a random New Jersey family in the stands. I was like, why are they showing these dumbass giant things? <laughs> he's freaking. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't look. If you've hung around and watched enough sports with me, you know I have a personal vendetta with the goddamn executive producers of these football games not just football games like just any executive producers they suck. they suck <laughs> you so and funny. eric included the worst uh we don't have anything else for you follow us on instagram twitter and youtube at podcast room 303 follow our sister pod revenge of the pod on so the same social medias I will get their handles. I know I've said that a few times, but uh, they didn't make them uniform. And so I got to remember them. And that's a lot of work, dude. Really? <laughs> for myself, Jermaine Colon Mendez, for my co host, Nicholas Moran, for our executive producer, Nevada Putnam, we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>